climate change, poverty, mental health, young people and adults face a world of constant change. It's the connections we make, innovations and education that come together to help us make a difference. Welcome to the power of young people to change the world. In this program, we bring together leaders that share stories designed to inspire you to serve, learn, and change the world. Now, here's your host, Amy Muirs. Good afternoon, everyone, and welcome to the Power of Young People to Change the World. I'm your host, Amy Muirs, and I'm here every Thursday on Voice America Empowerment Radio, where we explore how young people are using their ideas, creativity, and passion to shape a better world, and how educators are utilizing the power of service learning to redesign education. You know, each one of our shows, you're going to hear stories from youth and adults at the forefront of change, those youth innovators and educational leaders who are making the world a better place right now. And I really hope that you find value and inspiration in the show, and that if you do, you share this podcast with your colleagues and friends. We really want um, people to hear the voices of young people. You know, recently I was asked about why doing this show is important to me. Um, And really, after I thought about it, it really comes down to this. Leaders are not born, they're made. And in order to make leaders who are committed to solving global issues, who value respect, dignity, contribution, and service, we need to start with our kids. And who's better at inspiring other kids than kids? Right, Providing a space where both young people and educators can share the impacts they're making, how they're taking leadership on important global issues, is exactly why we do the show. Um, We're creating this platform for youth voice and leadership and hopefully inspiring each of our listeners to take action, whether that's by bringing service learning into your schools or after-school programs, going out and volunteering, or finding out what the needs are in your own community and doing something about it. We can all be a leader, a leader who cares, and I believe that no one cares as much about the future as our youngest citizens. And guess what? Today's guest is a true example of that. Chloe Johnson is a high school environmental activist who is passionate about solving problems and making the world a better place. She was inspired by the global family of Bye Bye Plastic Bags and created her own team in Minnesota to tackle this important issue. I'm so excited to have Chloe um, here with me today. So, Chloe, welcome to the show. Thank you very much for having me. Absolutely. You know, I am a huge fan of Bye Bye Plastic Bags. Um, NYLC has used the story of the two sisters from Bali, um, Miladi and Isabel, um, within our own youth leadership training for probably four years. So they're a true inspiration. But before we talk about Bye Bye Plastic Bags, we really want to learn a little bit more about you. So tell us about you, Chloe. Of course, of course. Well, hello, My name is Chloe Johnson, and I am a passionate young person for progress and problem solving and an advocate for change in my community. And I know this is quite a bold introduction, but I think this statement embodies my persona, which is driven, assertive, and a lifelong seeker for finding and living out the best version of myself. I am, as Amy mentioned, a junior in Mendota Heights, Minnesota. And I am a part of my environmental club there. I am a swimmer and I love to do outdoor activities. 
which is extremely important if you're from Minnesota. You have to love the outdoors, right? Right, <laughs> right. I would love to know, how did you decide that you wanted to tackle climate action? Like, how old were you? What was that inspiration, that spark that started you down this journey? Yeah, yeah. So both the natural and anthropogenic, meaning human-caused, changes around me have always sparked a sense of curiosity in me. Um, from riding in the car when I was young and, you know, questioning the smokestacks and what was coming out of them and how it affected people's health, to now researching local and national data on climate change and learning from other notable youth activists such as Greta Thunberg and Fionn Ferreira and Malai and Isabel Weissen, their spirit of exploration really made an impact on me, um, especially uh, within these last few years. And I feel not only empowered, but also a sense of urgency to really delve deep into my passion and even begin working on a concentration. And that happened to be plastic bags. So when did you learn about Bye Bye Plastic Bags? I learned a couple of years ago that these young activists made the city of Bali plastic bag, plastic straw, and styrofoam free. I remember reading a news article like that, and I was really surprised and, and really enlightened. I was, I was very excited for them. And upon my research and news articles, I just I found this super intriguing. And a bit of time goes on, and I find that they've developed a global family, an entire mission around the world with with becoming plastic big free and I decided that this was the kind of work that I wanted to pursue myself and I speculated that this would be pretty impactful because of the many environmental impacts related to plastic for one the ethane and propane natural gases extracted to create plastic bags which are a necessary item to live causes depletion in the Processes needed to extract these natural gases are extremely detrimental to our natural capital and our ecosystems. And there's really nothing good about plastic bags. This mission that I further research was pressing to me, and I really wanted to be involved in any way I could. Therefore, I, I applied and I started a team in Minnesota, and that involved quite the process. I had to research where my garbage went. I called restaurants and stores on their plastic bag policy, and I had an interview. And it was a lot, but it was all very insightful, and it certainly opened my eyes to the current use of plastic in Minnesota. That's amazing. So um, just um, for our listeners, <clears throat> for those who haven't heard the story of um the, the two sisters from Bali who tackled this um, in their in their country. Um, it's a there's an amazing TED talk that I encourage you to watch um, where you can get hear them tell their story. Um, but they went to a lot of extremes in order to get um, laws passed, finally passed, um, banning plastic bags in Bali. Um, so when you were going through this process, and you investigated what was happening in Minnesota, like, what would you say to the people here to say, why should they care about this issue? Um, what it, like, what are the, what are the things that you found that 
would inspire people to stop using plastic bags? Yeah, of course. So caring about plastic bags in the United States, we as consumers in the United States are dependent on products that make our lives more convenient, but we shouldn't be dependent on something that causes so much harm to our environment. Plastic bags are linked to oil consumption, as I mentioned earlier, air pollution, and the continuation of production that does not encourage a sustainable lifestyle. And when we consume so much plastic and do not think anything of it or feel like we aren't the ones responsible, we have our consumerism system to blame. We are bred in this culture and it's hard to break the cycle of disposing and buying again and again. And if we don't act as if plastic pollution is an emergency, then we will see our ecosystems degrading a loss of biodiversity and even health, human health impacted because plastic waste affects the basic necessities of all of us all around the world, water and air, especially in Minnesota. I mean, we have so many bodies of water, you know, the coin phrase, land of 10,000 lakes, Yeah, <laughs> but we can't let our 10,000 lakes become 10,000 landfills. Yeah, that's extremely well said. <laughs> Very well said. Um, and I think that that really leads into like what made you decide to create a chapter here in Minnesota. But I'm going to ask that question anyway. Like, how did you do it? Yeah, of course. When all of the plastic bags, I see these in stores and schools and restaurants. And all the enthusiasm that I've seen in my community, I believe that we have the potential to do better and, and start moving towards becoming plastic bag free. And it is a bold envision, vision, but the United States is, is really moving towards the conversation and really opening up to what this means to be plastic bag free. And I thought, Minnesota should be a part of this commitment as well. And in the past, speaking of conversations and starting to talk, Minneapolis City Council unanimously voted for a plastic bag ban before the proposal was refused in 2017. Similarly, as of January in 2020, the Minneapolis City taxes a five cent fee on plastic bags. So the conversation is happening. The idea is there and it just needs affirmative action to ensure success. And who can do that better than young people? And that's Minnesota Bye Bye Plastic Bags job. That's amazing. And yeah, it's you're, you're right. I mean, adults have been talking about this issue and then it kind of gets brushed aside and, you know, we have a tax in one city when plastic bags are used everywhere, right? Like right. every story we walk into, there's plastic bags. And um, well, I shouldn't say every, I guess there are a few, I take it back. There are a few that <laughs> use paper or encourage um, people to bring their own bags. Um, but it is just so prevalent just across the country. Um, I know California has taken a strong stance, which is, which is wonderful to see. Um, yeah, they have. Yeah. But it's, you know, 
I'm I'm excited to talk to you about how we reach some of our some of our retailers and and some of the conversations you've had. But we're going to take a quick break, and then when we can come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Chloe Johnson from Bye Bye Plastic Bags. So stay with us on the power of young people to change the world. Voice American Empowerment Radio. We'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash voice America. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. Um, If you're just joining us, we're here today with Chloe Johnson. She's a high school student and founder of the Minnesota chapter of Bye Bye Plastic Bags, which is this global movement to free the world of plastic bags and to empower our youngest generation to take action. So, Chloe, we're going to just jump right back in. I really would love to hear, like, we know, but, you know, getting rid of plastic bags, that's that's the vision, but right. what's, what's the mission of your chapter? Like, what do you hope to accomplish here in Minnesota? Yeah. So our mission is to really empower Minnesotans to say no to plastic bags first and foremost by raising awareness and promoting education about single use plastic performing activist friendly initiatives and engaging the community and youth, and even lobbying with local authorities. And the community engagement is really important here because anytime we can interact with Minnesota citizens, we get to make an impact. We get to share our passion with them, whether it's in an activity or formal presentation that they get to listen to. And we hope that people always take what they learn and apply it to their own lives and become resourceful people by using a reusable bag, choosing less plastic products, and cleaning up areas where they see plastic and discard it appropriate, appropriately. 
I know. I, um, I So I was um, looking at your Instagram and I saw some amazing education posts. Um, so it's, it's a great tool to reach so many people. Um, so I just want to say thanks for, for, uh, for sharing that knowledge, that education um, in such a easily accessible way. Of course, it's, it's our pleasure to, to educate. Um, I'm wondering, um, so you're a junior in high school. Yes. Um, and you talked about, you know, road trips and seeing the smokestacks and um, wondering, you know, having this natural curiosity. Um, but was there someone who really helped you turn your passion for climate action into a reality? I think really learning about Malati and Isabel and becoming a part of the global family and also my team have really been catalysts for the reality that um, I get to say uh, that Minnesota Bioplastic Bags has really um, been born into. And Malati's workshops and global team meetings have been so incredibly inspiring and and passion-filled and our Minnesota board meetings, the change makers around me really inspired me to keep moving towards the vision of a plastic bag free Minnesota. And I really appreciate my team's hard work as they help me with social media and communications management, financials, education, research, and all of the young people around me and all the global teams really help motivate me because they are sharing their own stories and they're having their challenges and achievements. And we can all unify under this one mission and this one ultimatum, which is to envision a plastic bag free world. So it's really the young people around me. That's wonderful. Um, Are there um, some team members you want to list by name? Of course. Um, I want to give a shout out to Felicia Simring. She helps me with my financials and also is just a really great supporter um, from day one. And also um, there's twins on my board team, Zoe and Lucy. Thank you so much for helping me out. And of course, Kate, I really appreciate um, all of the research that you've helped me get through. It's, it's a lot, but it's all manageable with you. So thank you. Um, there's so much that goes into running this chapter. I mean, all of the Definitely. things that you just talked about, right? Um, so between financials and research and yeah, the marketing and outreach and running the program and educational activities. I mean, I mentioned, you know, seeing some of the some of the things that you've created on social media on Instagram that um, were very educational. But what other kind of educational activities are you doing um, through your chapter? Well, we certainly love to do workshops. So for example, a couple of weeks ago, we had an Earth Day workshop where we had some second graders make their own reusable bags out of an old t-shirt. And we love to bring innovative ideas and solutions that are accessible to our audience. But speaking to students in a stand-up talk is also something that we do as well. And um, this summer, we plan to do pop-up booths at farmers markets and more involvement with cleanups while sharing 
all things plastic bags. Um, COVID definitely put a restriction on that, but of course, yeah. um, yes, it's <laughs> that, that was certainly a challenge, but um, the workshop is where we really get to um, interact, you know, answer questions, talk about the current practices that our audience is doing and just really, we're both learning something from each other. And I think that kind of community building is something that we really hone in on and we find a lot of impact with. That's wonderful. Yeah. It's, it's when we get right in front of people, right. And can have that, that personal experience. I love that you're going to, to schools um, and talking to younger kids about this issue, because we know, (laughs) we know that when, when, especially elementary kids come home and they say, why are we using this? What are, you know, like when they start challenging adults that, that we start to question, it's like, oh yeah, I should, I should be better about this. Right. Like it's as a parent, I'll just, I'm calling out parent guilt, right? Like when you, when you're, when you're, when you're elementary school child knows that this is wrong and and has to remind you of that. There's some power in that, and um, so it's great that you're 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 working with them and inspiring them. How do other people get involved? Like, how would schools or businesses or individuals get involved with your chapter? Right. So, harkening back to the conversations of possibility and becoming plastic bag free is really the driving force and in involvement. So meeting with principals of schools and presenting to students is really important. So my team and I, we write up a proposal, we create a video that has been sent out in lieu of safety, safely presentation to schools in, in person. And we, we work with young people interested in making a change. We give them recommendations for new products to try instead of a traditional plastic bag or help them remember to bring their reusable bag when they shop. And this kind of collaboration and partnership with our audience of young people in the general Minnesota Minnesota audience as well, just really brings a sense of community and, you know, the seemingly intimidating problem of plastic can be faced head on with strategy and teamwork. That's great. Um, Is there a way that if there are students who are listening from Minnesota, that if they want to be part of your chapter, is there a way for um, other young people to join? Yes, of course. You can contact bbpb at gmail.com if you have any questions or if you want to say, hey, I would love to apply to be part of the board in any way. We're always looking for more people to be inspired and um, really help us just gain more more movement with this with this chapter. So, of course, you can always contact us through that way or even um, through our social media platforms. Um, please reach out, and our other contact information is also on um, the Bye Bye Plastic Bags website. That's wonderful. We never know. You might have an influx of young people who want to want to be engaged and, and help with this mission. Of course. We want to see all 
every and all inspired young person come out and and send us emails and and communicate with us. We love that. Excellent. You know, so it doesn't seem like eliminating plastic bags or reducing our use of plastic should be a controversial topic. Um, but I'm just wondering, you know, because it's a convenience, right? Like right. plastics are convenient. Like how do people respond to this idea? Like, have you seen any kind of negative pushback or are people generally like more like, yep, yep, yep. Or are they embracing this idea of eliminating plastics? Yeah, there's lots of different experiences that people have with plastic and just their own home life and how they do day-to-day shopping. So there's, there's really, um, you know, kind of variability in um, how students, especially, you know, young people, how they react to our message. A lot of them are really interested in and, you know, have this kind of aha moment where they're really enlightened by, you know, a topic that we're presenting on, or some of them maybe say, this is, this is a little bit too much. This is a little intimidating to me. Um, So, you know, it's, but, but bottom line, there's just always some type of eye-opening kind of experience to them, um, such as maybe a fact on, you know, on average, we use plastic bags for 12 minutes, but they last in the landfill for 500 to thousands of years. Or, you know, how the average American family uses about 1,500 bags in one year. I mean, those are just, you know, kind of facts that as we kind of go along, we see raised eyebrows, we see people just kind of like, whoa, you know, like, I guess I never thought of it in kind of like a tangible way where, you know, this, this is kind of adding up and it's not just, you know, the dispose and buy again kind of cycle. This is, you know, real um, and they last. So when we kind of relate it to them, their, their eyes are opened and they start realizing things. And I've gotten questions such as, you know, where someone can use the take back system of returning their plastic bags to stores for proper recycling, or even how to make their own reusable bag out of a t-shirt, which is a classic bye-bye plastic bags (laughs) innovation. And this kind of curiosity is really what we're looking for. And we encourage young people to act. Being part of the solution is incredibly rewarding. So sometimes, you know, this this can feel very motivating, but it can also feel very hard when we're dealing with the problem of plastic pollution. But every bag makes a difference and every decision you make affirms that you want to be better. You want to be a change maker and that you ins- you should inspire and be inspired. And this should make you a very proud citizen of shaping the future. I love that. Could you please repeat that one statistic you gave about how many bags we use in a year? Yes. The average American family, which is about a four-person family, uses about 1,500 bags in one year. So 
listeners, I'm going to let you sit with that fun fact while we take another quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to continue our conversation with Chloe, and we're going to dig a bit deeper into climate action behind this movement. So stay with us and the power of young people to change the world. We'll be right back. Have you friended us on Facebook yet? Why not? Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for the keywords Voice America. Once you are part of our Facebook network, you'll receive daily messages about what's happening with our shows, this week's featured guests, and new happenings at the Voice America Talk Radio Network. And you can add your voice to the always active discussions on our timeline. Just go to Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for Voice America. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual Spring National Service Learning Conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. Things Worth Considering, featuring host Gord Riddell and Alexia Georgiousis, is a program that's all about connections. The connections we make with our families, our workplaces, friends, and others around us. It's also about connections to ourself, spirit, feelings, and stories. Let us connect with you each week to explore who we are and what we can be moving forward. We can overcome the obstacles that stand in our way. Things Worth Considering airs live every Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern Time, 5 p.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Empowerment. Follow us on Twitter for more great ideas at Voice America Empowerment. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. So welcome back, everybody. Again, I'm here with Chloe Johnson. She's the founder of the Minnesota chapter of Bye Bye Plastic Bags. Chloe, thanks again for being with me here today. Of course. You know, so before we took our break, 1,500 bags per year is the average of what an American household um, uses. Um, It's just crazy. It blows my mind. Um, And then you said earlier, like it could take, you know, close to 500 years or more for each of those bags to decompose. So I just, I mean, it's startling numbers. It makes you kind of stop and think, especially when, you know, most plastic bags, they break within the first use. So it's not right. like people are using them on multiple occasions. Right. Um, but again, you know, you, you think like this should be something that is fairly easy for people to digest and to, and to like go, yes, I need to make this change. 
Um, I'm wondering how do you navigate kind of the like bear like well, we won't call them barriers, but we'll call them the different um, populations of people that you want that need to to make this change. So whether it's age, language, culture, um, rural versus urban, or you know, like how do you how do you reach such a diverse population of people with this message? Yeah, I think I think the urgency of climate action really transcends those those kind of barriers like language and culture, because the earth is something that everyone has firsthand experience with. It's, it's actually quite amazing because we, in that sense, have so much potential because our global society can all act based upon experience. We've all seen some type of factory or have been exposed to poor air quality, perhaps due to photochemical smog or indoor air pollution, or even we might have seen really dirty water nearby. And we have seen what needs to be changed. And we can, we can turn this, this commonality of experience into tangible change where we realize we don't have you know, time to waste and we need to act now. And I think you know, really one of the biggest factors that might be classified as a barrier, however, are um, those who maybe run those large industries in urban areas or adults that maybe just even don't even see what the big deal is. Because um, the generation of young people right now have a responsibility to make a difference and advocate for change. And risk-taking is a part of that. Future-oriented thinking is a part of that. And complacency isn't an option anymore. And some initiatives might discourage or you know, irritate people that may have been used to accepting the current climate crisis as something, simply something out of their control to change. But we, as Bye Bye Plastic Bags, really want to bring evidence that we have inspired young people and made an impact in our community. And we want to collaborate with legislators and authority so that they understand that we are committed and we are determined for this change and we hope to inspire them as well. That's uh, so beautifully said. And as you're, as you're talking about what you want to accomplish and, and what, um, what needs to, what needs to happen, what kind of successes have you already started seeing since you started the chapter? Yeah. So Bye Bye Plastic Bags Minnesota started out with having our successes in feedback from presentations where people were interested in the topic and wanted to learn more. That was kind of the first step, step one. And then we got involved with the National Society of High School Scholars. And since I am a member, I applied on behalf of our team for a grant competition. And we ended up being the finalist, one of the finalists of the competition. And that was super cool because I got to meet some really great mentors and really amazing, inspiring young people as well that helped me strengthen some great skills. And we also, from the National Society of High School Scholars, we won a grant for Earth Day and um, a scholarship 
And thanks to NSHSS, we were even able to make some local news headlines and really starting to be recognized in that way, which that was very thrilling. I was I was very excited when I learned that um, we had gotten this this prize money, and um, it was just really a a fueler for for next steps of achievement. Really, well, congratulations! That's a Thank huge. Thank you very much. That, yeah, that's that's huge. You know, we like to think that you know it takes funding to to get some of these things done. It does. Um, it does. And so that kind of leads me into my next question, which what are those challenges that you faced and how have you overcome them? Yeah, I think, you know, something that's probably not very surprising to most is the COVID-19 challenge. Of course. Yes. <laughs> yes. It is, <laughs> oh, it is incredibly frustrating to not be able to work in person with our audience or give presentations and host activities the way my team envisioned when first starting. Mm -hmm. And we've spent a lot of time, however, planning and preparing for when we do have those opportunities again to be out and, and really collaborate with our audience. And, you know, another, another part of the challenge is just being able to sustain your, your visions for how you want to collaborate. You know, that, that does take funding, as you had mentioned. And, you know, part of the challenge is just a budget, you know, starting out is always hard. And, you know, I, I never knew how challenging it could be <laughs> to really start with zero dollars. So, yep. it, you know, you create an idea, well, that takes money. So you go back to the drawing board and, oh, you have another, you know, exciting moment of, you know, an, an innovation that could perhaps, you know, capture an audience, but that takes funding. So sometimes it's, you know, it's even hard to, to keep moving with, you know, some really grassroots ideas. But I think our team has done a really great job with just utilizing our social media platforms and, you know, really even having those, those conversations that, that take courage to just kind of, you know, start really facilitating, you know, the talk about how plastic bags are really affecting us as, you know, consumers and, you know, just have those kind of, you know, topics of conversation. That's, that's really important to really, really start a, a spark of interest. And, you know, another challenge can, and even be, you know, sometimes it's even hard to kind of walk the talk, if you will. And, you know, I, I can sometimes myself, you know, feel fatigued, but what's important is that the courage to stand out and, and make a difference is really how great opportunities start coming our way. So, you know, it's, it's hard to really pick up that second, you know, and third and fourth and fifth piece of plastic that you see maybe around your school or in your neighborhood. It is tiring to, you know, perhaps see people that, you know, kind of nod their head, but maybe don't really act upon what they're hearing. But what you can control is, is really powerful. So really being able to understand what are, what am I accessible to right now? Um, what can I specifically do with my friends? And, you know, how can I educate myself? That's really important to just kind of know, 
yourself and where you are in terms of how you are being, um, you know, a part of this solution of, of climate action. So that's really how we're trying to overcome the fatigue at times of, you know, especially during COVID. Yeah. The, when you think about, yeah, you're trying to change human behavior and that right. takes time and commitment and just repetition, right? So it does over and over. But you talked about you've talked you you touched on this, and so I want to dig a little deeper. Um, what have you learned about yourself during this journey? For me personally, I've really learned how passionate I am and how much my heart is into this topic and climate crisis. And this is something that's always sparked interest, but even amongst challenges and feeling like there's a resistance, I've felt an amazing amount of fire within me that's really kept me moving towards my goals and the growth of MN, Bye Plastic Bags, Impact. And this moment of choosing to work through all ups and downs really defines our identity and activism because it's how we respond to pushback or setbacks that really develop our character. And I've seen a lot of growth in myself in that aspect and also how I'm willing to take risks and be assertive and even, you know, put on that persuasive mindset that Mm -hmm. this is something that's, that really everyone should just um, understand and open their eyes to. And um, I think this is really kind of what I've seen within myself, at least, you know, since I have started this. Well, um, you can tell that you have, you know, what you're passionate about, you've investigated and you're, and you're putting it, putting everything, you know, into this. So, um, it's, it's, a it's an amazing journey that you're on. I'm wondering if, do you have any advice that you would give to other young people who are thinking about tackling the, a huge issue like this? Yes, I've, I've definitely seen kind of the mindset or even, you know, it being verbalized that this is a really tough challenge and, you know, maybe I'm not ready for it. Maybe this is something that, you know, adults should handle. Well, adults aren't handling it. (laughs) (laughs) You are correct. (laughs) So we should be able to really break that mindset of thinking, okay, we don't need to solve plastic pollution tomorrow. It's really about what can I do right now that's in my control? How am I, you know, being, being a good, sustainable, um, you know, promoting sustainability in my community and, you know, making sure that I, I bring that reusable bag or I, you know, whatever the social justice issue or um, anything that you're really passionate about, really strategize with, with what you are passionate about, really make those benchmarks and really start to understand, okay, what does it need to, what do I need to do to achieve this? And then, you know, try to, mark point A to point D, um, you know, maybe not just in one full step, but in smaller steps. And of course, as Malati always says, you cannot just do this alone. You need supporters. You need other young people, other activists that are just as passionate as you. So make sure 
So you utilize your, your, your networks and really connect with other people that just have the same exact vision as you, because it, it will definitely bring you so much newfound perspective and um, motivation to continue with your passion. Connections are so important. Um, We're going to pause for one last quick break. And then when we come back, we're going to hear some final reflections from Chloe. So you're listening to the power of young people to change the world. So stay with us and we'll be right back. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. For nearly 40 years, the Minnesota-based National Youth Leadership Council has worked globally to transform classrooms, empower teachers, and captivate students by leading the way in providing high-quality, dynamic service learning content to school districts, classrooms, after-school programs, and everything in between. NYLC accelerates student achievement by strengthening academic, civic, and character outcomes through service learning. They tap into the passion, creativity, and ingenuity of all young people to make meaningful change happen. NYLC offers a variety of paths to reach service learning excellence through membership, its annual spring national service learning conference, customized professional development, tools, resources, and soon to be released, Getting Started in Service Learning, a book designed for teachers ready to lead the way to address real-world issues with all young people, inspiring them to serve, learn, change the world. Visit nylc.org to learn more today. What's the difference between leaders who achieve exceptional results with ease and those who struggle to keep up? Tune in for Leading on Purpose with Nicole Bendeley. You'll discover the simple practices that are making the biggest difference to a leader's success today. You'll meet leaders who are bringing out the best in their teams. You'll gain practical strategies to lead yourself and others to high performance with ease. Leading on Purpose airs live Mondays at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, noon Pacific, on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are listening to The Power of Young People to Change the World with Amy Muirs. To find out more about Amy and the National Youth Leadership Council, please visit nylc.org. Now back to the show. Welcome back, everyone. In our final few minutes here with Chloe, I want to find out what is your vision for the future of the world? Yeah, what a great, what a great question. And I'll describe it for you. Imagine a world filled full of young change makers, people that are impacted and want to make an impact themselves a pride for potential and a pride for progress that can be made under unification of a foundation in in being the change that this world needs. And this is kind of the exact vision, a, a world where people's, young people's hearts are on fire for progress and they cultivate ideas that bring vibrant diversity of thought and and depth of perspective for world betterment. That's that's something that I just would find 
so incredibly enlightening. And I am so honored and blessed to be a part of the future in which, you know, I, I want that kind of vision to manifest. I think you and I have the exact same vision for the future. Um, it's exactly what we were talking about at the opening of the show, right? That young people are inspired to change the world, that I love their hearts are are on fire for progress. That's so beautifully said. Um, that would be an amazing um, place for us to be. And I think the world would be in a much better place um, if we can make that vision of the future a reality. So thank you for sharing that. Of course. Thank you. Yeah. So what's next on the horizon for um, Bye Bye Plastic Bags? Well, this summer, we hope to do lots of activities, um, lots of workshops, giving more presentations, um, different talks, and and really continuing to empower our, our Minnesota youth and just our overall the audience. And we will continue our mission and spread our passion despite any kind of challenges that we might face along the way. And um, we really are excited to um, really get some branded um, re- reusable bags out and um, t-shirts. So that's, that's definitely something that's um, coming and we're very excited for that. But this summer is really all about um, con- connection because um, we were able to do so little of that, you know, with um, yeah. COVID to start with, you know, since, since it all started. So um, that's really, that's really something that my team and I have really put a lot of effort and thought into. So please look forward to that. And will the bags be t-shirt bags? <laughs> oh, they definitely can. They definitely can. And one of our innovation. One of our breaks, Chloe was talking about um, your school bag as a t-shirt bag. And it can carry some heavy books, right? <laughs> yes, it definitely can. And um, yes, it's it's held very well. <laughs> so as people are looking at their stacks of t-shirts in their closets, they can turn to you guys to figure out how to turn those into bags. Um, right. <laughs> how can people support you in this work? Like how, how, how can people help make this a reality? Well, first and foremost, again, you know, we really encourage to really educate yourself and really kind of hone in on, again, what is accessible to you? And if it's a t-shirt, that's great. And, you know, bring that reusable bag and, and learn, learn more about what, what is your community doing? You know, if they're not doing something, maybe bring together, you know, some, some friends and um, really, really speak to, to saying, um, you know, no to plastic bags, because anytime that you're advocating for that, that just really boosts, you know, the, the general consensus that Minnesota needs a change and Minnesota needs a ban on single use plastic bags. And, um, anytime that you're just in, expressing enthusiasm for that, and, um, even just maybe working with us via, um, volunteering or online communication, um, that is just really, really important for, for us because, young people are just kind of that tangible enthusiasm and that, that tangible way that we can see progress for Minnesota. That's awesome. 
So I think I'll ask, um, I love to ask this question. If you could share with our listeners just one insight that from your work, that something you want them to walk away with besides not using, well, I shouldn't say besides, but we want them to stop using plastic bags. Um, but what do you want people to walk away understanding and knowing from, from this interview, from, from the work that you're doing? This is tough stuff, but you can't do it alone. So there's a lot of people that are supporting myself my team member board. And I think just really the, the amount of, you know, connection that you, you have that I have, um, and hopefully that you can, can cultivate within your own passion. That's something that's so incredibly important. And I've definitely been supported by Melati and the entire global family and the all of my amazing team members. So I thank them very much and um, please stick to your network because that is going to be a great um, tool for empowerment. So back to those connections, folks, finding people who are just as passionate in you and taking action. So Chloe, I just want to thank you for joining me today, for sharing your story and just how important it is for young people to come together to tackle global issues. Um, I hope that everyone listening decides to eliminate their own use and encourage others to do so as well. We all need to be part of the solution. So if you want to learn more about Bye Bye Plastic Bags or like Chloe, you want to start your own chapter, you can visit their website at byebyeplasticbags.org. Um, and again, if you're in Minnesota um, and you want to um, support Chloe's chapter, um, you can find them on social media and they use BBP Minnesota. Um, so Chloe, again, um, thank you so much for being here with me. Of course. Thank you very much. It's, it's definitely an honor to be on this show. Thank you. Absolutely. So um, if you'd like more information about today's show or have questions for our guests, you can always email me at info at nylc.org. Again, I want to thank our listeners for being here today. And if you missed the start of today's show or you want to access prior shows, visit our homepage on Voice America Empowerment Radio, download the podcasts and all your favorite apps and share it. Um, next Thursday, we're going to have a great discussion with student leaders from Urbana High School's project ignition team. So these young people are tackling the number one killer of teens, car crashes. So join us at six o'clock Eastern to hear their inspiring stories. So mark your calendars Thursday, six o'clock Eastern. And until next week, join us as we serve, learn, change the world. Have a great night. Thank you for tuning in this week to The Power of Young People to Change the World. Your host, Amy Muirs, will return for another program next Thursday at 3 p.m. Pacific Time and 6 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Together, we'll serve, learn, change the world. 